Welcome to Grace Abounds. I'm Pastor Jen Shaw, and in this podcast, I'm sharing my Sunday sermons from St. John's Lutheran Church, Palm Desert, California. I'm so grateful that you've joined us, and I trust that these words build you up in faith, hope, and love. A few years back, in the Auto Club's Westways magazine, they published an article by a man named David Strayer on distracted driving. And in this article, Strayer created a five-scale system for measuring how much certain tasks distracted drivers. Listening to the radio, using a hands-free phone, voice-activated email. Strayer noted that even these things done while the driver's eyes were on the road and their hands were on the wheel, could be distracting and could cause what he called inattentive blindness. The ability of drivers to miss something on the road right there in front of them because they weren't paying attention. The failure to see what is plainly in view because of being distracted. Martha is distracted in our gospel reading from Luke 10. In the stories of Martha and her sister Mary and their brother Lazarus that are told in the gospels of Luke and John, I've always been drawn to Martha. I imagine she was the eldest of the three siblings. I have two younger sisters. I picture them all as children, with Martha being told to look after her younger sister and brother. Perhaps Mary was a bit of a dreamer. Perhaps Lazarus was a bit reserved. Unlike his sisters, Lazarus doesn't speak a single word in the gospel narrative. Martha was the responsible one. She made sure that things were taken care of. She made sure that things ran smoothly and well. She was, perhaps, a bit of a perfectionist. And she is dear to my heart. And while the text doesn't specifically say that Martha was the eldest, there are indications that she was the head of the household. The three siblings are described as adults with no mention of parents or spouses. Martha is named first, and Mary is described as her sister. And it is Martha who welcomes Jesus and presumably his disciples into her home. She serves as hostess, the social role of the head of the household. Martha and Mary and Lazarus were among Jesus' closest friends. The Gospel of John states that Jesus loves this family. Jesus would stay with them in their home in Bethany whenever he visited Jerusalem. The two cities were only two miles apart. And later in the Gospel narrative, when Lazarus dies, Jesus brings Lazarus back to life. Mary and Martha call Jesus Lord. They know him. They know he is a compassionate and powerful teacher and healer. They know he cares for them. 
In our reading for today, Mary recognizes this. Mary sits at the Lord's feet and listens to his words. This is the posture of a student. Followers of a particular rabbi would sit at the rabbi's feet as he sat and taught them. Mary is a disciple of Jesus, learning from him how to be like him. She knows how important it is to spend time with Jesus. She appreciates the presence of Jesus in her home, and so she looks to him and listens to him, gives him her fullest attention. Mary is focused on Jesus. Martha, however, is distracted by her many tasks. That word distracted appears twice in this brief narrative. It's the Greek word perispado, and it means drawn away from a reference point, to have one's attention moved from one thing to another, and also to be busy and overburdened. The Greek word translated as tasks that are distracting Martha is diakonian, and it means service. It can refer to hosting, preparing, and serving a meal or at a social event, as Martha is doing. It can also mean charitable giving. Diakonian can also mean ministry. It's the word from which we get deacon. Martha is busy taking care of the needs of her family and friends, fulfilling her responsibilities as the head of the household, doing her good and worthy work. And in her attention to serving Jesus, Martha fails to pay attention to Jesus. She experiences inattentive blindness. She doesn't see Jesus right there in front of her because she is distracted. How often is this the case for you? How long, for example, when you get up in the morning before you grab your cell phone and start scrolling? How many nights have you stayed up way too late binge-watching the latest show to come out? How tempted have you been just to check that text while you're sitting in the car at a stoplight? How many meetings have you sat through mentally picturing what you're going to do once the meeting is over? How many responses run through your mind when you're in conversation with someone who's still speaking? It's surprisingly difficult to pay attention and surprisingly easy to suffer from inattentive blindness, especially as we live in a world so filled with distractions, so many people and places and things that pull on our attention and our time and our energy so much that can draw our focus. How often do you feel like Martha? Distracted, busy, overburdened, as you go about the many tasks of daily life. 
Martha is distracted by her many tasks and by her sister Mary, who is not helping with these many tasks. A complaint that Martha feels free to share with Jesus himself. Martha says to Jesus, Lord, don't you care that my sister has left me to do all the work by myself? Focused on the work, focused on Mary not doing the work, Martha fails to see the value in what Mary is doing. And Jesus chides Martha for her lack of vision, for trying to pull Mary away from what Mary is doing. Note not for the good work that Martha is doing herself in serving. I can't help but think that his tone is gentle when Jesus says, Martha, Martha, You are worried and distracted by many things. There is need of only one thing. Jesus looks at Martha in love, pays attention to her as he pays attention to Mary, and he sees that Martha is anxious, troubled, overburdened. There's a lovely scene in the film Lady Bird in which the character Lady Bird, the teenage protagonist of the film, is speaking with Sister Sarah, a nun who teaches at the Catholic school that Lady Bird attends. And they're talking about an essay that Lady Bird has written. And Sister Sarah notes how affectionately that Lady Bird has written about their hometown of Sacramento. And Lady Bird says... I guess I just pay attention. And Sister Sarah says, don't you think maybe they're the same thing? Love and attention? Jesus sees that Martha is emotionally disturbed. And the cause of her distress is revealed in the question that she asked Jesus about her sister Mary. Don't you care that I'm doing everything all by myself? She is troubled because she believes she has to do everything all on her own. She has to provide for the needs of her family and friends all by herself. She has to carry all these many tasks of daily life all on her own. She has picked up the burdens of caring for her family and friends, the responsibilities as the head of the household, the many tasks of everyday life, and she thinks she has to carry it all by herself. And in doing so, in this moment, Martha fails to see that she is not alone. She doesn't have to do everything all on her own. She doesn't have to carry all of these burdens all by herself. She can lay these burdens down because right there in front of her is the one who will pick them up, the one who will pick her up, the one 
who will never let her go. I believe Martha came to see this. Later in the gospel narrative, as the gospel of John recounts, after her brother Lazarus has died and just before Jesus brings Lazarus back to life, Martha says to Jesus, Yes, Lord, I believe you are the Messiah, the Son of God, the one coming into the world. This is a statement of trust in Christ, as bold, as faithful, as confident as the statement made by the Apostle Peter in the Gospels of Matthew, Mark, and Luke that Jesus is the Messiah, the Christ, the Savior. In an extraordinary moment of clarity, Martha sees Jesus, pays attention to him, places her focus on him, places her trust in him, and articulates the good news for which the Gospels were written. Jesus is the Savior the God of all creation in the flesh, who loves us so much that he joined with us in our humanity, personally showed us and taught us how to live, took our death as his own on the cross and frees us from it, rose again to life, bringing us with him into life eternal and abundant, life now and forever, life that does not end. The one needful thing is life in Jesus Christ, to put our lives, our trust, our hope in Jesus Christ, to give him our fullest attention, to be in relationship with him. Turn your eyes upon Jesus and see his glorious grace. Come to him with your burdens and find rest for your weary soul. Cast your cares on him because he cares for you. I invite you and all of us in this moment to do just that. We are going to pause for a minute, just a minute, right now, in this sermon, in this service, and I invite you to come to Jesus, to bring him your burdens, your worries, yourself in prayer, to look to and listen to him. And in this minute, this time of silent prayer, if it's helpful, you can begin to say silently and even repeat silently the words on the screen Maybe, yep. Jesus, I give everyone and everything to you. Jesus, I give everyone and everything to you. Say that over this minute if it's helpful. And know the presence of Jesus Christ. Let's take that minute right now.
When we read again about Martha in the Gospel narrative, in the Gospel of John, she is once again serving at a meal for Jesus with her risen brother Lazarus and with Mary and with their fellow disciples at the table. And it is at this meal that Mary anoints Jesus with oil in preparation for Jesus' own sacrificial death and life-giving resurrection. And I imagine this time Martha better understood what her sister Mary was doing. I imagine in this moment with Jesus, Martha is not distracted by what she's doing, by what others may or may not be doing, by her many tasks. I imagine that even as Martha served, even as she ministered, even as she went about the good and worthy and many tasks of daily life, Martha kept her focus on Jesus Christ. May we do the same. Thanks for listening. We're doing this every week, so make sure to subscribe. If you'd like more information about St. John's mission to know Christ and make Christ known, visit our website, stjohnslutheran.church. May God bless you on this day and in all the days ahead.